Are you ready to turbocharge your financial IQ? Hey friends, my name is Murray Miller and I want to welcome you and your family to the Family Business Podcast where every episode is designed to keep you focused and on track to live a life free of financial stress, worry and fear. Would you like to know the exact powerful money strategies that not only our immediate family has implemented, but also our extended family of thousands and thousands of people around the world? Well, then let's get on with it and let's begin building a financial wall around your family. Well, all right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. It has been a minute, and I am excited to get back into this podcast. I have a very, very exciting topic to um, share with you all today, and I want to jump right in and get into all the things that are going on. And there's so much. There's so many new episodes that are coming out right now. We're excited about what's taking place, and here we go. Today, we are going to be talking about what 3,800 banks in the United States of America do with their money and why you should be doing it too. So today we're going to be talking about bank-owned life insurance. Bank-owned life insurance is simply what it sounds like. It's life insurance that's owned by a bank, just like the life insurance you and I own, only it's specifically set up with cash value accounts so banks can earn interest on the money they put in these policies. First, let me explain a scenario. Um, I think most of us can relate to this. You have a job, you have a career, um, small business, whatever it is, you're working you know, 20, 30, 40 hours a week, or, or maybe you're even working a lot more than that, 50 or 60 hours a week. Whatever the case may be, you're taking your hard-earned money that you're making from your business or from your job, you're paying your bills, you're living your life, doing whatever you do, and hopefully there's money left over and you have it in the bank. Um, I want to talk about not just the money you're putting in the bank and then paying your bills from, but I want to talk about the money you leave there, which, as you know, is earning next to nothing, under 1%. It's been that way for many years. So we don't want to keep our money in the bank. But the money that is in the bank, especially the float, the money that sits there for the time that you have your paycheck deposited or your income is deposited, and then before it goes out and pays the bills, not even including the money that you leave in there that is for your savings, but just that money alone, the banks take that money and they use it to invest. And guess what the bank does with a lot of that money? One thing we know is they buy bank-owned life insurance, which typically will earn them somewhere between 6 and 15% on average. And you don't have to take my word for it. Actually, I'll leave a link in the description to the FDIC website because they publish reports every year. And you can see how much life insurance these banks actually do own. But let me share with you a couple of these well-known banks and how much they currently own. For example, U.S. Bank, $5 billion of bank-owned life insurance. Chase Bank, $11 billion. Wells Fargo, $18 billion. Bank of America, the bank I use, $22 billion in bank-owned life insurance. In total, there's about $190 billion out there in bank-owned life insurance, which is a huge number. Why do banks use their money and put it into bank-owned life insurance? Well, there's a few reasons, and we'll get into that in just a minute. But guess what they do once they have all that money that is coming in from our deposits? 
they lend it back to us, right? They lend it back to us in all types of different loans. One of the reasons that they like to put the money into life insurance is because it's a very safe place to put money. It's very conservative. You don't lose money if the market crashes. However, you do have the upside benefit of gains when the market does well up to a certain cap. That's how these policies uh, can be set up to work. So now that the bank has our money, and they're investing that money, they're gonna loan that money back to us in the form of what? Credit cards, boat loans, car loans, mortgages, lines of credit, all types of loans. And when at the end of the day, when you add it all up, they're earning double digit interest from the money they're loaning us, which by the way, we gave to them in the first place. That's how banks make money. They sell our money to back to other people or to ourselves when we go out and get loans. And we get all excited when we get approved on a loan but the truth is we're just getting our own money back. So if you look at this and you understand exactly what's going on here, there's a huge lesson to be learned. This is where people are really getting super excited when they start to understand the, the benefits of cash value life insurance. Here are a couple of things that you need to know. The policies that I am particularly fond of now that consumers can get, that I've been helping people get, that I have myself, these earn an average of, let's say, between four, six, eight percent interest on average. They can go as high as maybe eight or ten percent. They have a floor of zero percent, sometimes one percent or in that neighborhood. So you're going to earn a very conservative zero to ten percent in most of these policies. Let's call it five or six on average in a particular year. But the benefit is there's no rules around when you can take the money out. There's no 59 and a half age rule where you have to wait until you're 59 and a half or there's a 10% penalty. There's no rule on how much you can take out or for what reason you can take it out. It's really up to you when you want to take this money out of the policy and it's set up properly. You can take out the money completely tax-free. So that is the benefit of having this life insurance policy as opposed to a traditional way of saving money. You have upside potential, you have very little downside risk, if any. You have the potential to take the money out, not just the money you put in, but the money that it has gained without any tax consequences. Not, never mind tax penalties, no tax consequences whatsoever, not just on your principal, but on your, your gains as well, on your interest as well. So. This is where people get very, very excited. And these policies also, they include other benefits, living benefits, like a critical illness benefit or chronic illness, like a long-term care type policy or a terminal illness, where you're actually able to take money out of the death benefit before you, you pass. So it's, uh, it's got some built-in safety features. All in all, my goal on this podcast was to just to make people aware because so many people ask me. My clients refer people to me all the time and they're asking me the same question. Why don't more people know about this? The word is just not out there enough. People just aren't listening or are listening for what it is that they should be doing with their money. Now, I've always said you need to be saving at least 10% of what you make. Pay yourself first. That's been my mantra for I don't know how long, for many, many years. Pay yourself first. What does that mean? That means at least 10% of whatever it is that you're earning needs to go towards your own fund, wherever you're putting that money. And part of that should be your own in indexed universal life or cash value whole life insurance policy, depending on 
what particular uh, situation you have. And I always assess that with, with the people that I'm working with just to make sure that we're on the same page, that we're accomplishing the goal they want to accomplish. And then there's other things you can invest in. And I, I try to tell people the goal is to eventually get into what I call the 40% club where you're literally saving 40% of everything that comes into your family household. That is where you start to create wealth. That's what many, many wealth people, wealthy people do is that they use that strategy. So that's really what I wanted to talk about today. I, I want to I record a number of um, more intense and really focused podcasts on the things that you people have been asking me for so long. So keep the calls and the questions and the text messages and the DMs coming. I'll continue to record these short podcasts and we'll continue to move forward with helping you build a financial wall around your family. Thanks for taking the time, guys. Until next time, we'll see you on the other side. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Family Business Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about how you can join our growing family and begin implementing the success principles to building a financial wall around your family, you can go to thefamilybusiness.info forward slash call and you can schedule a call with us because we have saved a spot at the table for you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your family and the people that you care about. And we would love it if you would take a second to give us a five-star review to help future family members just like you find us. I leave you with this. In life, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you believe, plan, and expect. Let's do this.